0: Hello, and welcome to Nested Folders. My name is Rosemary Orchard, and I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, Scotty Jackson. Hello, Scotty.
1: Hello, Rosemary. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm a little bit blocked, but in general, I'm pretty good. I have perfectionist Ooh.
1: block. Oh, see, th- that gets in the way of doing things, is the thing.
0: Yeah, it really does, because I-, I spend all this time planning and planning and planning, but you know, like you kind of need to do the execution part of it at some point. And uh, I've been struggling a little bit with that.
1: That's the doing part of the doing, and that can be a tricky thing to keep momentum on, especially when you're feeling like you want to get everything just you know, just so, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. And it's one of these things where I'm there going, okay, so I really need to do this, and I need to do that, and it's got to have this feature, and so on. And it's like, okay, at some point, you kind of need to figure out that something is better than nothing, and what is a minimum viable product? What is the absolute minimum thing that you could roll out the door and be like, This is a thing. Now, whether or not that looks like, you know, like a robot or more like a a rough, you know, like cartoon-like drawing of a robot um, or whatever, you know, (laughs) you you have to start somewhere. But I've been struggling a little bit because I'm like, oh, yeah, and I really want to do this and I really want to do that. And, oh, I've got to do this. It's like, okay, well, uh, you're going to have to start somewhere. So where is that starting point?
1: Right. So how do you even... So, how do you start to start about that? Like, what are what are some of the things that you do to help keep yourself in motion? Because this sounds to me like a momentum thing. Where you know, if only you could, you know, like really get rolling, you could probably keep rolling. Uh, but you're having maybe a, a uh, an issue with this, with the starting part. Is that is that a fair interpret?
0: Yeah. I mean, it depends on the project. Um, So I've got a couple of different projects going where I've been struggling a little bit with getting started. Um, And for some of them, I have been very fortunate and I've used automation to get the ball rolling there and give me not exactly momentum, but at the very least, like to to pull away you know if you remember those old aircraft where people used to have to like push them to get them started like pulling the trucks away from the wheels um mm. like that's what i've been trying to do just like pull out those little blocks and make the ground a little bit more even by running a steamroller over it uh, <laughs> and uh, so i've been <laughs> using some automation there so for example like screencast online shows i've been making sure that Uh, the the outline documents and everything are automatically created and stuff is saved in different places 100% automatically for me, which means that there's very little work to do to actually get started. All I need to do is click a few buttons and I have a way to see everything that I need to actually do the work. And that is one of the key ways that I've made it easier because if if it's going to take you a long time to set up things up so that you can actually start working, then that that's a very easy way to go. Well, I just need to do a little bit more planning here, actually. Um, AKA procrastination, right?
1: Yeah, can, I mean it can be. I mean, there's 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 planning yourself to death, and then there's planning mm. for the purposes of procrastination, and then there's um, you know some of the right ways to you know get yourself ready and so on. Like I think. For me, where, where I tend to struggle with the things that you're describing is that I'll get very uh, distracted and bounce around between the various different facets of of things. So, oh, I want to work on documenting that, but I also want to make sure that this part gets done, and then I also want to make sure that I'm communicating about this part. Uh, but then that part, uh, I want to change, and I actually want to not do that other part. I want to do this other thing instead, and I'll quickly bounce around between those yes. things rapidly. So, um. What I employ, I guess in these in these times, these dark times are like self-management things. And I've found like for me one of the best things that I can do is be really prescriptive on how I clarify my actions. And by that I mean, you know when I'm when I'm not in dark times, I think it's perfectly reasonable for me to say, you know, add to my task list, you know, Sally Dash, what's the status update on Project X. In darker times, however, it is really helpful for me to say I need to write an email to Sally to ask her what the status is on Project X with respect to Y. Because what seems obvious now will not be obvious later. And as I record these things for myself as as tasks, not only am I making it easier for myself to do them when it comes around to them, uh, but I'm also not relying on myself to reinterpret this sort of mm-hmm. meta thing that I left for myself before. I, I feel like that's a really important part of this.
0: Yes, and I find that that's one of the the symptoms. You know, where I'm I'm planning things and I'm really trying to make it amazing. That's usually because you know there's a lot of things happening, and I feel like I really need to plan everything down to the absolute minute detail. Because what if I forget this little thing that I had as an idea? Then, um, and that's where I've been reworking my reference system a little bit recently. Um, you know, like I've been there. Go okay. So some of these things actually just need to go into a reference system related to this project. You know, like by all means add the details, but I don't don't need to sit down and plan out the 50 steps associated with this thing when I'm there oh yeah there's this thing that I need to make sure that I remember when I get to that part in the future Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's something where I've been there go, okay, yeah, so throw it in the reference system, tag it with uh, idea for, you know, future reference um, because it's not yet a task it's not right. yet a project, but it's a thing that needs to be remembered that I've already thought about, and when you think about the same thing again and again and again, it's usually a sign that there's maybe, a, like, a little bit of a screw loose somewhere in your system, like, you know the squeaky wheel, um, you know why, why is this wheel squeaking, like right. ha- have you tried a different way of fixing it. And so I've been rejigging things to make it easier to throw those ideas into my reference system for these projects. Um, because that is actually taking a big mental load off. Because now I can write the idea in drafts, fire it over, and goodbye. And then totally. when it comes to like plan- actually getting further with the planning, I can do that. But I've also been making a big attempt to go back and look at things from the very beginning. Okay. So what really is step one? Like you said with emailing Sally, um, you know, like, okay, so what is it that I absolutely have to have to get this like to the point where if I were to say, this is done then okay, it may not have everything, you know, like at the moment, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is still only a car. I've not yet got the boat or the plane part, but guess what? For most mm. of the movie, it's a car. So having it <laughs> as a car, that's fine. Um, you know, like, so what could I do to, to get this there? And do, does it actually need to be able to drive or does it just need to be able to look like it can drive? Um, you know, and, and things like that. So I've been there going, okay, like, step this back. Like, Right back at the very, very beginning, you know, like we're talking about doing a round the world marathon, but we've not even, you know, got out of bed yet. Um, So like, you know, where, where is that first little milestone? And it can be a teeny tiny milestone and nobody else ever has to see this when you get there, but you need to have a point where you can be like, okay, like this is a very good place where I can say like this for the time being in its form is okay. doesn't have to be perfect or amazing. just Okay.
1: I think a, I think a great way to tease that out too, and the thing that I need to look out for in my systems is what I call equal value syndrome. And what I mean by that is if I have too many emails in my inbox, then I can no longer see the really important ones. They they're, They now all mean the same thing because it's just a giant list. Likewise, in my task manager, if I have too many things in my inbox there, or if I have too many things that are set as due as today... Now that list is too long. I, I, it's really hard to treat any of them with an important level of priority because there's there's just so many. And so when there are too many things, they all mean the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, like you said, you know, being really discreet about how you put ideas in your reference system or tease out, you know, what is the very next thing, uh, differentiating things and looking at those differentiated and appropriate lists at the right time is absolutely vital uh, to get going on things. I think, because, you know, otherwise you end up with this, you know, this long list of too many options. And when you have too many options, you almost have none. Right. So being able to like really pick out here are the things that are really important. And and then, you know, at the same time, end of that, or at the opposite end of the spectrum of that same line of thinking is, and here are the things that don't need my attention. I'm going to intentionally defer, push these off, put them on another list, put them somewhere else so that they're not clogging up the system. They are put away as a thing that I don't need to think about right now uh, so that I can pull the other things forward.
0: Yes. And I think that that's, that's definitely something that you've got to keep in mind. This decision paralysis of where there's too too many options, it sneaks up on you so easily, which mm. is why I've been making this effort of, okay, so let's grab these things. And no, these are not yet. Tasks, so don't put them in the task management system. Throw right. them into the idea bucket for this project, um, so that they're there and they're out of the way. Um, but then when I when I need them, I can come back to them and only capture the things I can absolutely do something on. Because like you have the problem with your email inbox, I have the same problem in my task manager. I look at it and sometimes I'm like, oh wow, that's a lot of tasks for that project. I'm going to go read about right. Um <laughs> or <laughs> I'm going to spend three hours reorganizing this project to make it nice and ordered and pad everything in the right places and add all the wonderful tags and these tasks over here are consecutive. So let's turn that into an action group. And oh my gosh, it's so easy to spend time having fun with your task manager. Um, oh, but yes. guess what? I'm just, you know, I'm playing with my, my perfectionist side and I'm trying to make everything work perfectly where sometimes, you know, if you, if you're planning everything so that it's absolutely perfect, then you may never actually deliver this. Um, and at the end of the day, do you, do you want the perfect thing or do you want the delivered thing? Because do
1: you want a nothing's thing, ever
0: going to be, yeah, you know, like do, do, nothing is ever perfect, okay? There is always something somewhere which makes it not perfect, but that's, you know, that's why art is a thing. Um, right. And so you, at some point you just have to say, like, this is good enough and get it out the door. Now, what out the door means, of course, varies dramatically depending on what kind of project you're looking at. I'm looking at getting something on the App Store, and it's like, okay, this is a lot of work. You know, like, how do I make sure that this goes through test flight correctly? And whoops, accidentally sent test flight, uh the wrong build, so now I broke the app for Scotty. But that's okay, because <laughs> <laughs> guess what? I set myself up there in the right way, because I made sure that when I inevitably made a mistake like that... I was one of the only people affected by this. So actually there were three people affected, but guess what? I'm good friends with both of um, them and I'm the third person. So it's okay. Like, you know, like trying to relieve that pressure on yourself when you know that you really want to get things absolutely right when they roll out the door, that that's one of the keys.
1: Yeah. I I think, I, I think for me, what, what helps with that, you know, getting, getting past perfect and getting to progress is also, um, like you said, you, you can develop all of this content about projects, uh, ideas, and notions, and concepts, and designs, and plans, and all, all all of those other aspects. But I think finding a super short list of three is a really um, is a really powerful tool because that keeps me looking at. Here are the three things that I could work on, and that are that are very clearly tasks so these are and 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 tasks i love the definition of i think this is a david allenism of like an action that would be describable by someone who is observing you work so they could see that you are doing that thing whether now i'm emailing someone now i am brainstorming a list of things now i am sketching now i am drafting now i am uh Uh, considering. Now I am researching all of these, you know, very clear verbs. And if I can keep a list of those three verb next actions in front of me and not worry about the rest, because that'll, that'll come with time. If, if I can do that, then I can keep myself making progress on a thing uh, without worrying about necessarily the end state, because right now what I'm zeroing in on is the thing that I can do right now that I know will contribute to some kind of end state.
0: Yes, and that's going. the thing. You know, it, you don't have to say, like, these three are going to get this out the door. No, these three are the first three stepping stones. And theoretically, you could probably do them in any order you like, depending on what it is that you're doing, of course. But yeah, I, I like the idea of just those very first three things you know what are these three things that i could do um and one of the things that i have found is try to make them independent of one another because then when you get a little bit stuck on one of them you can hop over to the next one or the other one and and switch it up um and if but if they're all interconnected then that's kind of one big messy ball of yarn and guess what Mm. you're gonna have to unpick it all before you can really get started Mm -hmm. and that's that's a a great way for me to be like oh well this is a lot of work so i'm gonna go back and do some more planning and Uh, Try and figure this out. And, you know, I've got to add this other feature. And, oh, my gosh, what about this thing over here? And, well, do I really like green that much? Um, (laughs) You know, know, and all these crazy things come up, which are actually related to what you're doing probably. But in some cases, maybe they're not. And maybe it turns out that you've become a gourmet chef because you keep procrastinating by going to the kitchen and cooking food. If you are, then please let me hire you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, uh, at some point you, you just have to say, okay, so, what three things can I say are potentially the next actions for this, um, or you know, soon to be next actions? Because technically, you're only supposed to have one next action if you're really following yeah. GTD canonically. Sure. But I like having multiple um options because this this suits my brain and the fact that sometimes when i sit down guess what as much as i love writing i don't always want to write i want to take a break uh from writing because i've been writing code all day so coming home and doing more writing feels like woo. okay more keyboard time, so sometimes it's good to be able to to do something else that's related to that. Whether that's sketching out an outline for what a page might look like, or you know, watching a video tutorial on how to do things, you know, or reading a book, um, you know, that's a tutorial on that, or calling somebody on your team to to ask them for information. You know, there there are plenty of options that you can consider.
1: Totally. And I, I think you raise a really good point about you know, your classic canonical GTD, which is describe what your next action is. In a lot of ways, if you are then not in the mood to do your next action or not in the framework or context to do that next action, you've essentially stalled the project. So I think, mm-hmm. I think having more than one next action at a time is vital, Um, but I think having too many becomes problematic because as you described, you know, between jumping, you know, if this one doesn't work, I jump to that one. Or if that one doesn't work, I've jumped to the other one. If you have too many possible jumps, uh, then I'm spending a lot of time switching and Mm -hmm. not enough time doing. So that, that's where I came up with the number three. I mean, your mileage may vary that, that to me is like the right balance between enough options, but not so many that I become, you know, just dancing around. Between between the five. Um, The other thing that I think is really useful as a tool in in this situation, maybe it's part of getting to that list of three um, is is number one, a, a beginning of day ritual that says, okay, I'm before I get started. Before I get panicked about all of the things that are probably going to go wrong today or all of the things that are going to be unexpected or create the grand plans of how I will conquer today, uh, I'm going to sit down with my coffee and I'm going to have a look at my lists and I'm going to create that list of three. And I think having that sort of calm, reflective time before I let the world ruin that list of three, because it will right? <laughs> First plan, then have the plan tossed out the window and then try again. Right. So, um, yes. I, so before that happens, at least have a starting point for myself mm-hmm. for the day. I think that's really, that's really powerful. And I think conversely an end of day, kind of like how I would make my kids put away all their toys so that I'm not stepping on Legos in the living room, same sort of thing for myself. I'm going to, f- I'm going to close my laptop, I'm going to put it where my laptop goes, I'm going to fold up my iPad, I'm going to put it where my iPad goes, I'm going to take my notes, any that are unprocessed or going in my physical inbox or in whatever part of my notebook. Uh, I'm going to close all the windows, I'm going to save all the things and, and just essentially put things away neatly so that tomorrow when my morning ritual comes around, I've at least got a fighting chance and I'm not starting from the havoc of whatever today brought.
0: Yes. And I I really like that. Uh especially um going back a little bit to to those three things. I think what I need to start doing because I if I know that a task I have a task for a project I put it in my OmniFocus and I assign it to that project. Now, according to GTD, you only really capture the next action. But what do you do with these other things that you've captured? You know, Do you leave them in limbo? Do you put them in a non-next action list? Now, OmniFocus, of course, has has a built-in you know capability to detect what the next action is. But that choice of three is not something that can be done with the perspectives as they are right now. But I right. think I'm going to try using a tag, which is just called possible next actions. Um, because then I can go through and tag, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing my reviews of my projects, I can go through and tag those things and say, okay, like these are the three possible next actions, you know, and then I can easily pull out everything with that tag that's available and say, okay, right. So which of these three, which of these are, am I going to pick, you know, for, for my today, uh, what's happening there? Um, and so uh, I think that that's, that's something that I'm definitely going to have to borrow from you because that's going to make a big difference to the way i work things i think
1: if you really want to go next level too to stop yourself from fiddling with uh your your system while you're working on your list of 3 is uh using shortcuts you could say uh show me all actions with a tag of possible next action but to a limit of 3 and mm. you could have the system pick for you now it yeah. would it would it would i mean it would produce those in project order i think um
0: but if you if you pulled out all of them, then you can probably use something like the filter file action um, because you can add a random. You can use that to sort things, and you could do a random sort, and then you could just pick the top three out of them.
1: Oh wow! So you could just like roll the dice on your own task manager here. Yes.
0: Nice. <laughs> so you may want to uh, to make make use of that estimated time capability if you know that you've got a day full of meetings and you're probably only going to have like. Two hours to do stuff. You may want to be like, okay, I want nothing longer than thirty minutes assigned to it, please. Right. Um, but that's also a great way of breaking things down. You know, if something's going to take two or three hours to do, and you know you don't get two or three hour blocks, you you know you could be like, okay, well, perfectionist me says I I, I want three hours to do this. Uh, realist me looks at my week and goes, "Well, I have a 45-minute block on Friday at 12. I should probably eat lunch then." You know, like, "Okay, so you're going to have to take a couple of steps back and break this down or acknowledge that you're not going to get 3 hours to work on it. So, what can you do in a 45-minute gap while you're also eating your lunch at the same time?" The answer is probably concentrate on lunch for 10 minutes and then take the rest of the time to to try and move the needle on that project and, and get it somewhere that's close to shippable, even if it's not perfect.
1: That's a that's a really good point. Uh and I we we talked a bit about this too on the uh episode about uh, maker schedule, manager schedule, see show notes. Uh and one of the things that I started doing, you know, in, in preparation for that episode and continue to do now because I, th- I think it's really helping me, is uh color coding time in my calendar that is maker time uh versus manager time because I'm mostly on a manager schedule. But then I have these tasks that are like, wow, I'm gonna need you know, a contiguous hour to sit down and really be able to work my way through this. Mm. Those are the kind of tasks that I find belong on a calendar much more than they belong in my task manager system, because I need to, I need to square away that time. And the calendar is the only tool that I can rely on to to do that for me because I, because I live and die by my calendar. I'm in so many meetings. Uh, so that's, that's been a really, um, Really important way, I guess, for me to keep momentum on things as well as for me to to differentiate between, you know, when do I have to prescribe time for a particular thing as opposed to when do I just sort of dip into the list of, you know, possible next actions and, and work from there.
0: Yes. Um, And I think that that's something to keep in mind as well, because I'll often find myself going, well, I don't have two hours right now, so I'm not going to do anything. It's like, whoa, that's a dangerous mindset to get into. Just because you don't have two hours to do this whole thing perfectly doesn't mean that you can't do something on it. Now, of course, if you're doing something like baking a cake um, and you know that you're going to be leaving the house for eight hours in 25 minutes, then you probably can't really, you know, like start baking and throw it in the oven because it's probably going to be burnt to a crisp But maybe your house is as well by the time you get back. Um, So you, you have to use common sense there. But a lot of the time you can at the very least like double check, do I have all the ingredients for this? Um, and well, let's make sure that we've got everything lined up and, and washed and clean and ready or, you know, for for some projects, okay, well, maybe I don't have time to get everything started, but I can open my, my IDE and I can set this up as this kind of project and I can create a Git repo for it um, and do this, that and the other. And before you know it, you, you can actually have got Something done, even if it's not everything you wanted to do, but you've you've taken, you know what time you had available and used it to the best of your ability to to do that part that needs doing.
1: And 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 that's where taking the time to look at relativism between these bodies of work is so important too. Is 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 recognizing that constrained amount of time and attention and thinking about, you know, where it needs to go and when. So you're not just thinking about, you know, what short, you know, what short lists can I make? Uh, but also, you know, what goes on a calendar and also, um, you know, what of these things do I need to think about next after that? So you can kind of, uh, up cycles i guess of these little Mm short lists where you can say here's my short list of three for now and then when i'm done these three here's the three after that i mean and 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 not getting yourself into like planning paralysis either and i think i think trying to look too far forward can be dangerous because uh terms and conditions may change (laughs) uh, 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 as and what seems really important now may not be down the road and i think so that's where you know giving yourself the freedom to have a a shorter term perspective i think is i think is important um although i mean there there are some sectors where you know having that long term prescriptive plan is going to be really important when you're working on multiple things concurrently uh that's where you want to give yourself the ability to to flip your priorities a little bit more
0: yes absolutely and you know there there's an entire um well lifestyle not really uh it, it's called the agile manifesto this is what's used by a lot of programmers around the world and the idea is okay what is our goal right now for these 2 weeks or 1 week okay so what do we need to do right you go do this you go do that and you go do that we'll meet back uh, tomorrow morning and discuss how it's going and mm-hmm. we'll meet back the next morning and then on friday we sit down and talk and guess what we we've accomplished something now it's not everything but you know it's it's got that got things going Um, and I, I've been finding like, like you have the different colors. I've actually gone super old fashioned. I got a day per page moleskin notebook and I'm just writing my, my plan in there at the start of the day. Um, this is actually something I learned from Cal Newport, um, on the left-hand side of the day, uh, you write the plan as it goes, and then uh, you draw a line in the middle, and on the right-hand side, you you change things as stuff happens. So somebody pops in and schedules an unexpected meeting with you. Well, you write the oh. meeting there, and you shuffle everything around so that you can see, okay, well, what did I plan? What really happened, you know, based on things, you know, changing? Okay, so now, where does that leave me today? Um, and, That's- you know... And that's something that's been super helpful. Um, I think that was How to Be a Straight-A Student by Cal Newport. Um, but um, it's definitely one of his his ideas, and I really like it because, you know, you you can get away with that in many cases. Of course, you need your bigger, you know, whole system somewhere else. But just for a very short term, this is what's going on right here. okay. How do I make today as good as possible? It's not going to be perfect, but how do I make today good?
1: Right. That, that's that yes. been great for me. That's good. And I think that's a good line of thinking. That that harkens back a little bit, too, to our to our non-zero day uh, episode, too. Let's see, show notes. Um, because I, I think we've talked a little bit, well, a lot there about about how to, you know, make a little bit of progress all the time. Um, I really like the idea of the kind of, like, before and <laughs> Before and after view of like, mm. here's what I thought would happen, here's what actually happened. Yeah. Um, that would I, I imagine would offer a really nice sort of reflective tool too, where you could mm-hmm. look back across the last week and say, okay, how did I think things were going to go thematically, what am I getting wrong about my planning? or what am I getting yes. right about my planning? or what are the kinds of things that keep being introduced as change that I might be able to build into future, consideration Mm -hmm. for
0: yes um and and that's the thing it really is an eye-opener to be like okay so every time i get home from work i always have this plan of i'm going to do this and that and then you know like all of these things will be finished and at 8 p.m. i'm there and it's like well well i've i've had some good netflix and i've enjoyed my dinner and i've done this and well wait i still have these eight things i wanted to do that i was going to yeah. do and that okay so let's be realistic with myself you know i'm not perfect um and i i need to remember that so let's change things up and plan to do things a, di- a little bit differently and it's it's helping me get there and move the needle on these things because, you know, something is better than nothing. And if you plan to be perfect, then you may never deliver.
1: That's just it. That sounds like exactly the note upon which to wrap up our conversation today. What a great thought.
0: Thank you. And uh, yes, so Scotty, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, I can be found on the internet at heyscottyj.com or by the same name on Twitter and Instagram at hey Scotty J. Rosemary Orchard, where can people find you on the internet?
0: The best place to go and look for me is over at rosemaryorchard.com. There you have links to all of the stuff and the things on the social media and everything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find us over at nestedfolderspodcast.com or at nestedfolders on Twitter. Please feel free to send us your feedback. We do love hearing it. And uh, we are always, you know, keeping an eye out for ideas that we can borrow to discuss on the show. And uh, we've got some good stuff coming up. So
1: Absolutely. I think you'll enjoy it. I hope so. Love hearing from everybody. Yes.
0: Well, we'll be back in two weeks with another show. Goodbye, Scotty.
1: Bye, Rose. Talk to you then.